to Mixtape Assembly, created by myself, Hartley Lloyd Pack, in which guests tell stories about music that's been special to them in their lives, with the songs interspersed between their anecdotes. This Mixtape Assembly is curated by Mongo, an artist who will be well known to anyone who knows a bit about the history of hip-hop in the UK, being as he was a founding member of the Mud Family, alongside fellow rappers Skinny Man and Chester B. Hackenbush. Mongo honed his rap skills while roaming around Finsbury Park as an Aggie adolescent, with his raw delivery allowing him to develop a style that was unmistakably his own. In his mixtape assembly, Mongo recalls early memories of the Mud Family, including a mythical battle between the USMC Common and Highbury's very own Chester P. Moving beyond his life in music, Mongo reflects openly on his personal challenges with addiction, and talks in depth about the pain and difficulty of witnessing his older brother, a gifted poet himself, suffer from chronic mental illness. A North Londoner to the bone, Mongo considers the way the city has changed, particularly in terms of the racism he experienced as a lad with brown skin growing up in Islington. As his Instagram amigos will know well, Mongo is a skilled photographer, and this mixtape assembly proves his observations on the mic are just as vivid. Trust me. Tell me you've been recording this magic. Yeah, you yeah, only yeah. just started, I didn't it? Started halfway through. Yeah. As soon as you started mentioning that six, I was like, bro, I need to get this guy down on. Yeah. I need to get some of the stories down already. Like, yeah, no, um, just, yeah. once you start, like. Yeah, you're yeah. coming through. Nice. Any bits away. you missed, we'll just recap them yeah. and get me because yeah, yeah, there's some, yeah. some, some, some good stuff in there. Yeah, man. Um, but because you, you probably heard some of the other ones I've done, like I'm, I try to, I, sh- I don't you, chat too much, but I'm obviously, yeah. I'm, obviously this, I'm listening in it. Yeah, no, um, that's good. That's good. That's good. Yeah, let them talk. Yeah, that's what but, I'm thinking. That's you know, what I'm like, thinking. Yeah, you, you know what? Some people just, I don't know. Maybe, maybe they see it as therapy without even knowing it. Mm. They're just coming here to talk. True, doctor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, you know what? someone else said that yeah. to me as well. They were like, "It is actually the one-on-one thing. It is a got very like, therapeutic. It yeah, is it in is. a way. Mm. It, is, it is. Especially when you're connecting music and stories. But it's better than talking to yourself in a room on your own, isn't it? I suppose. <laughs> true, true, <laughs> true. It beats that. It does. It does. So if we if we start with a tune you talked about getting you through hard times was the um the Pink Floyd one comfortable comfortably numb yeah man it's a deep <laughs> yeah it's a deep track um, comfortably numb um see as a kid growing up with Floyd um I I grew up in Packet in the state which is Islington and um mm. in the early eighties it was very character building for a young brown chap to say mm. the least um I was somewhat of an anomaly um, being in the area. And um, a lot of people were listening to the Floyd back then. Um, and um, I, I just, I don't even know what it was. Like, apart from the fact that Floyd recorded um, the um, Brick in the Wall in um, Islington Green School, which was literally a couple rows down from me. Mm. And they got the kids of Islington Green singing, Oi, teacher, lead those kids. Brilliant song. That wasn't the standout tune to me, although it was the hit then. Mm. The standout song actually came from me was um, when I got a bit older. And um, yeah, we was messing around with, with um, blotters and um, you know, we were, we were expanding our minds on the heath as, as young teens. Mm-hmm. And um, we were a nice mixed bunch of people and we'd listen to Hendrix and we'd listen to Beatles and we'd listen to rap as well and, and hip hop, all sorts. And, 
But when I heard Comfortably Numb and actually heard it again with grown-up ears, mm. it, 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 it more or less shook my soul. Um, and it just resonated all around me like and within me it just it it went through me you know like and and if you see them perform it as well um with even uh, i remember where it was like montreal or something they had like the big backdrop of the mm. wall and when they were performing it's just it, it, the song and the emotion of, of the tones of the song and let, before i even get to the lyrics were it, there's every emotion in the song and mm. I could actually laugh, cry. No, I don't think I've ever laughed to that song. To, mm. I, I've cried, but I've never, you know, but they have every sp spectrum of emotion, mm. of deep emotion. Although I don't know about deep happiness. I've never really experienced deep mm. happiness. Um, I've been off my tits a few times, but um, I don't know if how close that is to being deeply happy. I suppose it's deep happiness, isn't it? Or, or making love, great. Mm -hmm. But um, uh, comfortably numb is a, is is a song that um, visited me again throughout life because um, a friend of ours, um, she, uh, she's a, a daughter of uh, Nick Mason, the drummer, and we were we were very close friends when mm -hmm. we were growing up. Uh, me and her had a great bond. Mm -hmm. Um, and then th that time passed when she weren't in the circle anymore and then the song came back again because uh, a friend of ours, uh, Tim Guest, who, who, who passed on, he, um, he used to play that song as well and it's just such a powerful song. Um, even not being on acid, it's a powerful song, you know what I'm saying? You can really trip out on it. I mean, the song's nice and long and... It's just, I don't know, man. It's just the music alone and the power and the words and, and the way it uplifts and the key changes. It's like, I don't even know, man. It's it, it's more psychedelic than the beat, any Beatles song. Mm. Yeah, without mm. being without losing you in airy fairyland, you know mm. what I mean? Because it's a raw song and it's, mm. and it's about some deep shit, you know mm. what I mean? Mm. And I think everybody can, can uh, relate to that song, you get me, uh, in times of uh, uh, despair or, mm. or, or or bereavement or or, or just remembering like illnesses and you know, that's what it reminds me of, you know, it's mm. like the illnesses and then and then breaking through that, you get me, because the key changes in it and the core, oh, it's like when it breaks out, it's like, whoa, there's the sun, you get mm. me, it really drags you through the shit mm. and then, and then, and then blossoms, you know what I mean? It's mm. crazy, man. I could talk all day about yeah, that song, yeah, you know what I mean? Man. But I do honestly, I love that song to mm. bits, man. And I wish mm. I never gave back the tour jacket because <laughs> I had the tour jacket for a little while. But uh, yeah, man. Oh, Floyd, man. Floyd is beautiful. I yeah. always loved the Floyd. Yeah. Always. I know because when you, when you messaged me originally, you, you talked about that song helping you recovering from addiction yeah, and those kind of things. Yeah, man. Like, you know, I, I, like I say, through illness and bereavement, I feel mm. that addiction is full of illness and bereavement mm. because once you, once the the um, the ogre or the demon within you or the one you travel with, once that dies, like well, I have a saying that caged demons eventually die because like people say, yeah, I have to cage my demons, but mm. if you're caging your demon, it's only a demon in a cage, mm. you know, mm. it's not gone anywhere. Mm. But if you cage it for long enough, um, it can die. Mm. But the thing is. The um depending on your strength or the strength of, of of your 
cage that you put around the, um, literally the demon has the key to the cage mm. and um, <laughs> within the prison that you try and confine this this hunger mm. for for a drink or alcohol or drugs or whatever like within that prison um, there is no prison warden there is mm. no one like really you know I, I don't even know how to say it without rambling it's just more feeling that the demon has the key to the cage. You cannot cage your demons. Mm. They have to die. Or mm. if they live with you, you will forever be in that cage and the demon holds the key. Mm. Do you understand? Mm. So it's not really you caging your demons. You are caged by your demons. Yeah. I think that's yeah. the best way to say it. We've all got them, innit? We have. So. Yeah, we do, yeah. man. Yeah. I mean, I've got one on my arm. I, I got it tattooed <laughs> here. It? Yeah, yeah, I got him tattooed here. Mm. So he's more of like a wolf, demon, ogre. Mm. And he, you know... And I've got him here, you know what I mean? Because mm. my 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 demons have been many, mm. you know, and like, and and for me to shake them off was was a beautiful thing, you mm. know, because I, many people that I know have um, have not come through it, mm. and and they have literally decayed in the streets, you know. Like I've seen them; like mm. they are beyond recognition, but I see them, mm. you know. And there's a lot of that, man. There's a lot of that around, especially within within artistic people as well, mm. young and old. I feel that a lot of artistic people have um, uh, uh, the phrase I heard was chemical crutches. Mm. Everybody has a chemical crutch, uh, you know, to help them walk through mm. life. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. So you know, I mean, I, I I I'm I've been sober for a long time now. I'm a sober mm. ogre now, <laughs> and uh, I, I have. Um, I have a long time um, condition. It's called creative itis, and um, it, it's the good germ. And creative itis is very, very contagious. Um, <laughs> being in my presence can lead you to go off and write songs and 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 make up ditties and raps and mm. and want to create or write or paint or something because um, that's my that's my buzz right now. Mm. If you ever really went off the roof, uh, as off the off the dome, whatever you mm. want to call it, if you really improvise mm. your music or your your lyrics, uh, I, I'm I'm an improviser. I, I've I've always, in the real essence, freestyled, um, mm. and and I love it. It's the way that I make most of my songs is to mm. just to improvise, you know. And the constraints of of singing the same stuff in the mm. same notes is horrible, mm. unless your audience. If less their love can fuel you back into loving the song, mm. you know what I mean? Because mm. I, I recently put a song, I recently, recently um, showcased the song in um, Slam Jam, mm. which is run by my my mud family brother NASA. In um, it used to be the Silver Bullet Club in Finsbury Park, right mm. by the bus depot. And I recently uh, just jumped up uh, on Flo Texas set. Uh, nobody knew mm. I was doing it, and. Um, I did this one song and it's got like a mad hook on it. You can be running away from yourself, running away from yourself, running away from yourself. And people were just singing it and singing it. And I was like, whoa. Mm. And like, they, you, what, you know it? How can you know it? You've never heard it. Mm. But it captured them straight away. And, mm. and, and I felt that, you know what I mean? And, mm. and, and, and I loved it, you know, because it was just the appreciation of, of you've done something there, man. You get me? Mm. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> Mate, that that's that singing sounds nice, man. That's yeah. Do you know what it might make us like? Um, it's like brings to mind Rag and Bone Man, but without the um without commercial the ability. Top, without, no, no, <laughs> bro. Without 
without the commercial spread if you saw yeah. just like a yeah. just straight as it were yeah but I'm, I'm more of a wailer than a singer I've told mm. people they're like no you're singing I'm like oh I'm stretching vowels mm. I'm, I'm ogre vowelling I used to tell Greg Blackman in the studio I'm ogre vowelling yeah whatever it is it's working though man yeah, I mean, I, for one thing, it is for real. It's like I'm not trying to sing any certain way. Mm. I'm just belting out from whatever's inside me, innit? Like, yeah, cause I, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I'm not trying to. I, I mean, I, I can't really do runs and, and all that, you know, them professional shits there, you know what I mean? I, I can just be me. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And I don't mind, you know what I mean? Bearing mm. my soul is mm. great.
truth yeah see the day and age is crazy see the way of life is ruthless there's love around you see the light inside you must produce it when it's cold outside i warm you up i do it with this music feel that vibe in your spirit man you know you have to use it you could do dirt come home and face your eyes i know what that's about man don't waste your life to feel's better than destroying i ain't lying i ain't trying to be telling what be selling what be buying the power and the riches that can live up in your mind now you can be it's good feeling because they were the, it seems like my my return to the music for people to hear even though I've always been music is, mm. have been like very heartfelt soul based bearing your soul type songs yeah. you know what I mean yeah. and uh Instead of just the ag, everybody wants to see the ag. Yeah, yeah. don't worry, man. There's gonna be time for Mudzilla. I'm just sort of, you know, I'm just finding me again. Mm. You know, and I'm and I'm and I'm happy. You know what I mean? Mm. I've got that other stuff, that gravel pitbull stuff. I've got that other stuff. You yeah, know, they're gonna get growled at. Just wait, innit? it? I'm yeah. soulful. I'm I'm ogre souling at the moment. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm stretching vowels. You get me? So I'm doing growling. It's nice though, man. Yeah, I'm enjoying the process. You get me? Mm. I'm singing a lot. Mm. It's crazy, but like, or, or stretching vowels, as I call it, because mm. <laughs> uh, to some people, like, yo, you can't sing, or I'm stretching vowels, isn't mm, yeah, it? I'm using my license yeah, as, as an artist, course, to, you know what I mean? And it sounds mm. good, man. There's, mm. there's some people out there that are auto tuning themselves up no. to the stars, you get me, but I don't keep it raw, yeah, yeah, it's very raw. Mm. That's one thing, is really raw, man. <laughs> <laughs> there's no shortness of rawness, man. It's funny, actually, you could say it, when I was thinking of what I was going to call this episode, one thing that came to me was, um, like. The raw. <laughs> more Mongo, a life less ordinary. Yeah, I love I that. Thinking, like, so they might have to be the one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I love yeah, that, yeah. man. I need that. Yeah. I need that. Oh, something, my God. Something rang You know true, we're going to have to make a project now called A Life true, Less true, true. That could be the working title, That's innit? That's got to be it. True, we've got to do that, true. man. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, you know me, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure. Um, I'm going to move you on to the next... Mm. The next one, do you remember what you um yeah when I asked you a song that reminds you of a special place? Yeah, man, I'll tell you straight away. That's Orbital Chimes. Mm. That's uh, is that that's what I told yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Orbital <laughs> Chimes. Woo. Yeah. Um, and that reminds me of Kite Hill, Parliament Hill on um on Hampstead Heath, mm. and it reminds me of um either just a dawn's breaking and things like that. Um, see what we should do is like I mean I don't know, man. Not every song is related to to tripping balls but like <laughs> we used to trip a lot as, as young as in it um and the heath was our place it was our home mm-hmm. and we were safe there mm-hmm. um and it, there's so many different backgrounds of people that were in our in our immediate friend circle and extended mm-hmm. and um we that was our common thing was just getting to know ourselves and our, and our own psyche and uh, you know and and exploring and as psychic travelers or whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it you know yeah. what i mean and um, we used to just go up there and there's like the map, there's, there's the chrome metal map. And oh, if you yeah. hang upside down, if you're back to the city and you look, it looks like a UFO. Nice. Yeah. And this is even, like, you know, and my brother used to love that as well. Um, and um, it's crazy because that was the place, man. Mm. And I could even go up there and just have my headphones, my Walkman, uh, playing a cassette mm. with chimes that i recorded off the radio and that i just that took me there straight away you know mm. even to hear that song the euphoria of that can bring me right back to um even being a youngin mm. fucking around with solvents and, and cans of gas like as we used to do when we bucked off school mm. idiots but that's what we did mm. there's a story one 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 fellow 
he was in a uh, school cupboard uh, taking gas, and then the idiot went into like a cigarette afterwards. You can imagine what happened there. You know what oh saying? shit! But yeah, he had like half a fringe. But um, yeah, <laughs> but it really reminds me of um, those those young times uh, being adolescents and just mm. exploring and and the the song like just the 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 simps and that it just really really. It really, I don't know. It just is me. Like there's mm. a bit in there, and it, like, it's not like you know they say you get flashbacks from certain songs and that. That mm. that will give me a vision straight away, and mm. I hope I would never lose that vision, even as I get a really old man. Mm. I hope I would never lose that vision of being up on Hampstead Heath and like just looking down on the city mm. and and hearing orbital mm. chimes. That's my mm. yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. The Heath the Heath is just special, isn't it? it is yeah, it is, it is man. It is, and I feel sorry for people that haven't had a, a place that's full of grass and mm. trees and to even go up, up the beanstalk and mm. smoke a spliff and sit up in the nest bit of the God's tree, you know, and mm. and, and just romped around in there, you know, because like, we were really blessed as kids to mm. even have that near us, you mm, know what I mean? Proper, and, proper. And, and I feel that my children don't even explore, explore it enough themselves, mm, you know, and that's, that, mm. that might be down to me. Maybe I'll take them up, go up the beanstalk, yeah, push yeah. them up the tree and say, Do go that. on, because uh, <laughs> I ran up there a few years about maybe about six, about eight years ago, I, I went to run back up there because you bounce off the tree trunk and then you grab the first branch and mm. I remember the routine in my head, mm. but my body didn't remember the routine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. What else we got? Oh yeah, what about, what? yeah, the, the song that reminds you of school days and growing up? Do you remember what you said for that? Yeah, I think it must have been the two bad albums. Yes. Yeah, as I was walking to George Orwell's school on my way to Bunkoff. Why did I go to school to Bunkoff? Oh yeah, registration. <laughs> um, I had my Walkman that Mum bought me, and um, I would have LL Cool J Bad and Michael Jackson's Bad, and mm. they were the two albums that I had. I had Breakdance Electric Boogaloo on tape, but that wasn't really the one. It was it was LL Cool J. I'm I'm bad, and yeah, my radio like so mm. many LL tunes, man. They were mm. hard, and then mm. you had like the 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 new sound of soul, which was which was um was Michael Jackson bad? And he came with his attitude then, because mm. he's like, no, I'm bad now. Mm. Yeah, man. Oh, you're bad now. <laughs> All right then. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, man, Dirty Diana and him choose there mm. and all sorts, man. Was that an album? I don't even know, man, but I know it was, they both came out more or less mm. the same time. Yeah, but was, would you say that LL Cool J kind of got you into rap then? Was he the first guy? Uh, into rap? No, the first the first rapper I ever heard that made that really captured my imagination was Roxanne Chante. Yeah. And she's from the Juice Crew. And um, yeah. and it was specifically, I recorded, I used to make pause button takes when I was a kid off my mum's stereo. Hmm. And I would listen to, I think, was it, I don't even think it was Westwood them times there, wasn't it? Was, uh, was it uh, Dave Pierce maybe? The Piers Posse, I remember holding, and mm. um, I heard this battle, or maybe it was Westwood. I heard this battle, and Roxanne Chante was um, battling this dude called Fruquan or Fruquan, his name was, mm. and he later became um, one of the Grave Diggers mm. with uh, Risen. Mm. Um, yeah, and she murdered him. Mm. Oh, absolutely. He tried to come with that. Um, suck my dick talk and this that and the mm. other and the way she just destroyed him and made him wish he never had mentioned his penis at all yeah and, mm. and what she would do to belittle his, his mm. peanut mm. and 
and, and basically she murdered him and you can hear the crowd going wild mm. like absolutely wild and her voice as well one of the most amazing voices mm. to ever rap you know like ever mm-hmm. ever and the way she just controlled it and bullied him was amazing yeah. you know and I was like whoa and it's like she won this thing and I was like what you can win things but from from that, just Terrorizing the microphone and, mm. and showing your ability, and it was all freestyle as well, proper freestyle. Mm. She like off the top, you know what I mean? And she, she, she wow, just mm. amazing. And I saw her recently. Mm. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, that's you. I'm happy now. I, yeah. I, I'm happy now in life. Yeah, you get what I'm saying? Because yeah, yeah. it came full circle, mm. you know. And I was like, yes, I've seen you live. I mm. love you. You know what I mean? Mm. And the thing is, everybody just wanted to see Roxanne. Mm-hmm. We've seen Big Daddy Kane. Mm. We seen who was there the, um, that we really hadn't seen. Um, no one, just Shantae, mm. you know. And mm. it was like, wow, sick. Yeah, she was like hosting it, and that, yeah, and it, it was amazing. Mm. But that was the first ever rap tune that really caught yeah. my imagination. And that showed you the whole kind of battle scene as well. Then, yeah, but yeah. I was never really a battler. Mm. I, I wasn't into battling. I, I, I was. Um, I'd get too angry. I couldn't t- no seriously like mm. talk about my mom mm. or anything or mm. any of that. It's, it's mm. not gonna bring out a nice mm. side of me at mm. all, man. I'm mm. not trying to. And uh, you don't want me talking about your mom either, really. You mm. know what I mean? It, it's not nice. Mm. You know what I mean? And if you're really good at cussing my mom, it's even worse for you. You know what I mean? Because yeah. some people can really cuss your mom. You know what I mean? Mm. That's all we ever did, like cussing mm. moms. And but you've got to know whose mom you can cuss. True. Growing up, you know what I mean? True, true. Yeah, mm. you really don't cuss certain people's mom and mm. like. I wasn't trying to be the guy because mm. that's what partnering was all about. Mm. I would talk about you and your mom and your girlfriend, mm. and even if you ain't got a girlfriend, they don't mm. terrorize your girlfriend. They're like, oh, all right, cool, mm. you know. But nah, not battling, not me. What about what about um? What would you say is the best battle you've observed? Though, was there a battle you've been at? You've seen that was like oh shit. There's been a few. Um, the main standout one for me was um, was after our gig we did um. Uh, I think it was a Mudlands gig actually, mm. possibly, and it was in Dingwalls in Camden, mm-hmm. Camden Lock, and um, everybody had finished the show, and it was like probably only about fifty people left in the sh- in there, and mm. this dude come up and he was like, uh, me and Chester was standing, he's like, yeah yeah, Common Sense, well, Common wants to rap with you, mm. and we was like, yeah, we love Common man, and mm. he was like, what do you mean like rap with me? You want to rap with me or battle me? What are you trying to say? Like, mm. I, uh, and he was like. You battle coming hard, he ran away like a big kid, man. I was like, what's up with this big guy? Because he's a big guy, you know. Mm. He's like, big Afro. I can't remember this dude's name. Someone said they knew him, innit? Mm. Recently. But he was like, oh, you battle coming hard. Mm. And he ran off, and it was like, all of a sudden, it was a battle. Mm. And it was on stage, and like, and I was up there as well on the stage, and Common was there, and, and like, we, see, around this time, We'd come out of the, see me, Skinny and Chester P, right? Me, Skinny Man, mm-hmm. Chester P, Hackenbush. We would always gone to hip hop gigs. And in that time, it was like very Afrocentricity was coming back. And, mm-hmm. and, and it was like, it's our thing. Mm-hmm. And this was like early 90s, isn't it? Late, no, late 80s, early 90s, I'd say. And there was a very, 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 closed ranks yeah mm. again where they didn't really want to let the the white kids rap mm. until they heard the white kids rap mm. and it was undeniable mm. and it was like oh shit mm. 
So they went from nah, nah to whoa, you look amazing. Mm-hmm. And you can't deny, man, that the hunger that, that Skinny and Chester had for the microphone as young kids, man, mm-hmm. was amazing, man. Mm-hmm. And, and the ability was just ridiculous, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So we came from that, 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 we came through that scene of, of, of discrimination. Mm-hmm. And common sense has, being pretty Afrocentric himself, yeah. and mm. he brought he played started playing race cards on the microphone. Mm-hmm. So he's battling uh, Chester, was it? Yeah, he mm. was battling Chester, and he mm. was playing the race card. He was mm. like, "This is no, I'm like, this is my common impression. This white boy want to step to me. <laughs> this time mm. he started talking about the white boy, this and the mm. white boy that, and I was getting really hot, you know, because mm. like I, I've been known to throw people around like mm. those times there and that." Is this white boy this and then he was like and then he chitched he was like the nigga wanna tell me and I was like I was so I was so like let down by Common's stupidness and his ignorance mm. and he's he's he was taking the piss mm. and this is a guy that we we, we looked up to in it mm-hmm. so he's cussing my friend for being white and at the same time calling him a nigga mm. which led us to think Common you're more confused than ever mm. and um I just remember, instead of giving him a slap, I had this big bottle of water in it, I just bounced off the stage. Mm. And it sort of like sizzled the fire in it. Mm. Like, and it was like, okay. Mm. <laughs> and then it was like, and then afterwards, like, it, Chester just tore him apart. And it was like, yeah. Like, mm. And then, and the common felt like, oh, shit, okay. All right. You just murdered me. Mm. Uh, maybe I haven't been battling and I needed to be, you know what I mean? Showed mm. something. Mm. And um, comment, like afterwards, Chester said, yo, comment, like on the microphone, look, people, I'm a common sense fan. I've got all these records. Mm. Don't mess about. I've got a lot of respect for the dude, you know mm. what I mean? Mm. Where there was me just fuming, steam coming off my head. You get me like, oh, <laughs> let me out. You get me like, so, yeah, crazy times, man. Mm. That was the best battle that I ever saw, man. Was common mad enough to admit, though, that he he kind of been. Man, he probably apart. says he doesn't even remember it to this day, but mm. I know he remembers mm. that, you know what I mean? Yeah. No, he remembers that. Uh, and then there's some other battles that Skinny used to win every other week. Mm. And um, I remember he had the belt on. Like, they did this, like, we were going to battle for the boxing belt. <laughs> they did it in the FKO Raw Boxing Ring. Mm. Remember him and Fallacy had a battle, which was an amazing battle, man. Mm. Um, mm. And I remember um, Kosher from the Baskerville crew. Um, Kosher battled Skinny. We went to Sheffield all together, same mm. minibus, went to Sheffield. Mm. And, um, and then, like, it was like we're battling other people, and then Kosher and Skinny's in the battle, and um, and now Kosha and Ch- Chester Peavis in the battle mm-hmm. and Kosha says to Chester because Chester used to be called Angel Face Terror mm-hmm. and he goes to him I'll rip your wings as your harp sings I was like oh shit <laughs> yeah, this was mad visual mm-hmm. man it's crazy <laughs> so we went all the way out of London to battle each other in Sheffield and came back <laughs> we've been battling all the time you know mm-hmm. what I mean <laughs> but I love the sport of it man I, re- mm-hmm. I, I wasn't like I say I'm not really trying to get cussed by anyone because mm-hmm. I can't take it <laughs> I really can't take it <laughs> Oh, maybe I'm different now. Maybe I'm not. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 How did you? How do you guys all start making music? You, Skinny and Chester. How did that come about? Oh, um, the music side. Right. So if you really take it back to the essence of things, um, let me set the mood. It was 1986. We was in Andover Estate, which is Finsley Park. Skinny's mum used to live up in the flats, and. We'd go up and down in the lift and 
we play stupid games in a lift like we, this this time it was into rushing people for a laugh and if you don't know what rushing is it's like everybody hits everybody yeah like you know mm-hmm. it's like a mosh pit but in a lift mm-hmm. and um we would just uh, someone would just start banging on the lift recreating um the set it off track by big daddy came it's good if somebody just did boom boom on the lift we'd just go and we'd get louder and louder looking at each other and then fists would start flying and we start rushing each other and then we'd have other things like rap or you get licks now rap or get licks was a thing that made people hone their styles and find a style or just learn how to take a beating um, rap or get licks that was amazing man like, you go start rapping now and if you're shit you're gonna get licks mm-hmm. and if you don't rap you're gonna get licks <laughs> like, you've gotta be good in it like mm-hmm. Many a person could not rap, but by the end of that, they could rap. You know what I'm mm. saying? Rap or get licks was great. But as far as us all coming together and rapping together, it was like, Skinny was always rapping. He always wanted to rap. Even as a kid, he was he was rapping. Um, I think back in the days when Soul to Soul wanted him as a mascot, like he had, he I think he even went and got his own Soul to Soul leather jacket made mm-hmm. with... with um, with Jazzy B on the back. I don't know where he got that jacket from, man. That shit was fly, but... Mm. um. He was like mad rapping. Everybody knew him as the rapper, and he used to do a bit of reggae toasting as well. Mm. And um, I know that like, because we used to go to youth clubs as well. We used to go to a lot of youth clubs, and um, some of them would have like uh, like music playing and whatnot. Now I know Chester that used to go to Highbury Grove School, and they'd go to youth club there. Them man knew each other. They, they 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 rapped and whatnot. But because Skinny was in, he lived in Finsbury Park, and Chester was from Highbury. They had a thing called um, the Berry Crew. Mm-hmm. Um, there was the High Berry Hoodlums, and uh, and the Berry Crew meant like who there anyone that was down that was from any Berry, mm-hmm. Finsbury and um, High Berry, Canonbury. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was I wasn't the Berry. Mm-hmm. Um, I was from Tufnell Park. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was the Tufnell Pakistani mm-hmm. uh, from Mudnell Park, mm-hmm. and um, like. The Berry Crew was just a phenomenal time, man. A phenomenal mm. time where it was like, yeah, okay, there's like nine men on the stage and each man can terrorise the mic mm. and they're mm. all very different. Everyone's got their own style. Mm. And of course, being nine people, the only thing that, that London and England knew what to say was, it's the UK's version of, it's the UK's answer to Wu-Tang. Mm. Every time we jumped up or was in a magazine, mm. um, and I was like, well, if we're the answer, what's the question? <laughs> you know what I mean? And like, no one ever knew what they were talking about. This is the shit journalist days, man. Mm. But um, the Berry Crew was amazing, man. And then um, me and Skinny made the Mud Family, uh, the Mad Underdogs, M-U-D. And uh, we had a record out on Ronin Records, which was produced by Axilla, the deck wrecker. It's your residence on the lurk From the dark parks of the dark arts is Mongo and Skunga by Sparks Mud Fox The Awakening It's your town, it's your town It's your town, it's your town Yeah I'm on the ride with him My peeps on my side On the ride in it's your town, I mean I bring the road, bro, bro. Bro. Hip-hop for sure, not that we 
Chester was on the third, the second uh, Mad Fam thing. Uh, Angel Face Terror. Yeah, I think he was still with yeah, Chester then. I'm not even too sure. Yeah, he became Chester. Hmm. And um, yeah, then the Mud family was me, Skinny Man, and Chester P. And that was it. And it was it was a, a trilogy. Hmm. And it was mad because there was me, the agaholic, um, just growling and doing shit and just very... I don't know, shit was very sporadic, man. We didn't really, as as a crew, we didn't really know all our words or anything. <laughs> and we were known freestylers, so half the show would just be freestyled because we're blagging it. Mm. And people loved it, you know mm. what I mean? They loved the fact that we could talk about them and their town and wherever we were and freestyle and make it to the mm. beat and do style and make songs out of your mm. town or do whatever. Mm. Uh, I think um, having the skill 
or rap or get legs or whatever it was that we could we could really carry off a show not knowing the songs mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? and uh, that went on for a little while but uh, the, as far as all three of us I mean I always used to go around uh, Chester's yard where his mum's old house mm -hmm. and uh, where Farmer and Chester live and just like we'd just be there man making beats and listening to music smoking weed and and that that hippie house of hip hop was amazing, man. Mm -hmm. It was. It was a real, real, real like a lovely place to be, mm. like, in amongst the, well, in amongst whatever happens around there, which is not very nice. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? But yeah, man, creative people. I always surround myself with creative people. Mm -hmm. And Skinny Man is a controversial creative person. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And uh, I've been by his side many a time when people don't know how to act and. Mm -hmm. um, they're not too sure. I mean, we we must have been some kind of um, sight to behold, like some big dark-skinned guy, um, some hippie guy with his hair all growing as he raps, tiptoeing on the edge of the stage. Chester used to do this thing where he raps so hard, he would tiptoe on the edge of the stage and lean over the crowd. And, and I don't know what kept him from falling down. It was just the energy. He was rooted, man. It was amazing Tai Chi. You know what I mean? He would never fall off the, off the stage. You know what I mean? It was crazy, man. The tiptoeing guy with wild hair. He used to say, I'm representing big hair. And rip off his hat. You know what I mean? It's crazy, man. But that's the Mud family, man. We uh, um, Later on in life, more members came. But I always think the core element of the Mud family, the essence... Um, Will, will never die and it, will, it is um, and people always say when you're not going to get back together are you working are you going to do something mm. and, the, and the truth to that is probably we will never get back together mm. but we will always be together mm. you know what I mean and it's like it's inevitable I think like like I said to Skinny we've got to stop meeting at funerals man mm. like, because it's getting too much now and anything in the past we just have to let that go and, and know that um we're always brothers. We're always mm. going to be family because I look at Chester and Skinny as my brothers mm -hmm. and so do they and you always hear them talk about each other. We are like brothers, mm. you know what mm. I mean? And it's not a joke. Brothers mm. fall out and, and brothers get back together. Mm. I have laughed, cried and and, and had mad times mm. with these brothers and mm. you know what I mean? We'll always embrace and know that it's real love. You get what I'm saying? Mm. It's not just no, yeah, we rap together or whatever. It's a history thing because mm. I know 10 years from now even if I don't see him because I hadn't seen Skinny Man for 15 years before mm. and then we kept meeting at funerals and that's mm. when it was like no yeah, you know what I mean we gotta yeah. carry on you know what mm. I mean but um, that mud fan thing I think maybe we'll do so maybe we won't but we ain't got plans of it mm. you know what I mean yeah either way you guys are I thought it's probably a cliche but proper unsung heroes in a way you know mm. in terms of the history of the music and I don't know all the stuff that's coming out now it's, and it's good stuff but you can go back to your stuff and it's yeah it's raw man and it's I tell yeah. you now yeah um, I, I can tell you hand on my heart right now that Chester birthed a million rappers mm. yeah and a lot of those rappers who are, who are doing their thing right now especially these boom rap heads they are all his children mm. and I know one song that birthed a million rappers and that one song hasn't even come out yet it was a, it was a song from many years ago and it's called Unknown Dangers. Yeah, and I think it's on his new album. I'm so happy because mm. once you hear that, I know that that song is like 20 years old. Mm. All these rappers got to check themselves and say, mm. oh, is that where I've come from? Mm. Without even knowing, mm. you know what I mean? Yeah, that right there is the holy grail of hip hop in this country. No bullshit, mm. you know what I mean? Like, I'm talking about 
the this the the mind expanding tripped heart shit yeah all of that that half fantasy then bring it back to the gutter rap mm. that's him man that's him mm. so wait until you hear that song man mm. that's called um unknown dangers and it's mm. got red sonya in it and you hear that and you're gonna know innit? i mean mm. and it's funny like me coming back and people are like yeah that little man tune or that that freestyle you did on the louis slippers thing man yeah mm. that's bad i'm like yeah I appreciate that. Now, I, I could never take criticism before. I could never take good criticism or bad, mm. bad criticism. I know what to do in it. I, I think you want to fight in it. Like. <laughs> Don't cuss yeah, me in it. Like, yeah, but yeah. like good criticism, I'm now, I'm mm. still a bit uncomfortable around mm. people. They, you know, like I mean, people like, I'm 44 years old now. Mm. People are like, yeah, man, uh, rah, rah, that thing. And I'm like, mm. I'm trying to get away from you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or like, or like, like, yeah, thanks. Um, <laughs> just brush it off you know what I mean yeah yeah, yeah but I got a whole heap of new stuff for them to listen to now anyway so mm. it's coming in it so I don't have to be so like uncomfortable around old music because mm. like, a lot of old music ain't great man because mm. you're just learning innit you know what I mean yeah but I guess it's different times innit you were, you say things when you're younger that that's, that's, that at the time that was that was then isn't it so yeah man, grows you don't in. necessarily think like that it's like mm. I spoke to Bionic and he was like yo man them tunes that I'm making at London Posse I can't. I feel mad, cringy, like rapping them lyrics. I'm saying, but at the same yeah. time, you're giving people life by even coming back and rapping True. those lyrics you know, to people. Yeah, because I saw them London Posse at Jazz Cup. Yeah, and man. they were saying similar things on stage. It was yeah. a certain tune. They were like, apologizing oh, in advance. Yeah, so yeah. like, we wrote this when we were like 18. Apologies <laughs> yeah. to all the women out there. Cause, yeah, man. Yeah. It's like it's not how we feel now. Mm. Yeah, like, but you know, no, anyway, man. Yeah, I like Bionic. I speak to Bionic now and then on the phone, man. We got something, really? yeah, we got something brewing, man. Sick, yeah, it's gonna be mad. He man. tore it up that uh, jazz guy, hey, like I say, the yeah. certain things, see, like how Roxanne came back. We want mm. to see Roxanne, everybody wanted to see Bionic. Mm. Let's not Fuck fuck up. around, you get what I'm saying? Mm. We've had Rodney here, we've been spoiled with Rodney, you mm. know what I'm saying? We want to see Bionic, we mm. want to hear that voice, mm. you know what I'm saying? And when you hear that voice, like, whoosh, you get me? Mm. So imagine you hear Mongo and Bionic on the tree now, you know what I'm saying? That's gonna be, be crazy. Mm. Yeah, man, mm. we got something. We got something brewing, brewing. It's been brewing for a little while. Mm, that could be. That's the one, man. That's, yeah, yeah. That's the one that be it's gonna be crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be crazy, man. I like Barnick, man. He's he's a real, real head, man. Mm. He's a real head. I know that when I would talk to him, man, you get me. It's like we we not we. There is no, mm. there is no bullshit. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. no no expectation. And it's, mm. yeah, I mean, it's good mm. like that. It's good like that. Plus, yeah. he's a fucking legend, bro. He's proper yeah. isn't he? He's proper <laughs> So yeah, so um, yeah, was there a poem that you wanted to choose something that's a, a special poem to you? Um, yeah, um, but let me just say first of all about poet poetry. Um, I I I've always been a fan of poetry. I've 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 always messed around with words. I've always been shouted at by my mum. Stop playing with words because I always played with words and I twist words up and throw them back at my mum as a kid. And and then you know she would say to me as a kid, yeah, what rhyming words do you know? And she'd know about six and I'd do about 15 mm. 20 words off the rhyming as a kid and you know I, I love poetry I made political poetries when I was a kid about minors and mm. the minor strikes and things and or CND and and mm. green and common I'd never been to green and common mm. I wasn't allowed you get what I'm saying mm. but like this is the as a kid I was about eight and nine so poetry's always been with me you know what I mean mm. I, I have my own brand of poetry nowadays which is called Mongoetry and I um I'll tell you about that in a minute but um the poem that I choose that that's meant that I saw when I was a kid, uh, and 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 it kept visiting me again, was uh, this one by Oglala Lakota, 
but I'm not even too sure that's how you say the name. So, OG Lala, yeah, Lakota, and it, and it goes like this: When I'm born, I'm black. When I grow up, I'm black. When I'm in the sun, I'm black. When I'm sick, I'm black. When I die, I'm black. And you, when you're born, you're pink. When you grow up, you're white. When you're cold, you're blue. When you're sick, you're blue. When you die, you're green. And you dare to call me colored? <laughs> I love that, man. That, I saw that around about the time we used to suffer a lot of racism, racial abuse, uh, and yeah, I thought that was amazing, man. Mm. Another way to combat like stress, stresses and pressures from outside, you know what I mean, mm. by by words. And I, mm. it's 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 a form of self defense, attack, and uh, therapy. Mm. See, all in one. I love that. That, that poem's good, man. Mm. I, lo I love poetry, man. I love poetry. Mm. You know I mean, I never shied away from poetry. Mm. Um, you can. If you know if you want to hear some early poetry by me and Chester P, you can listen to go onto YouTube and type in Mudlums, M-U-D-L-U-M-Z. And um there's a, a poem by me and Chester which was absolutely freestyle. It was uh, it was called Flowetry. I called it Flowetry back then, way mm -hmm. before the ladies had their flowetry thing. Because mm -hmm. I used to call uh anything that flowed freely and was poetic. It was like another form of freestyle rap, but poetry I had more license. I could mess about a mm. bit more. And um, yeah, there's something on there, man. It's kind of special, you know what I mean? Mm. It is, man. And, and it was the first time anyone in Frenzy Park, like, of, of these hip-hop heads, um, that had ever heard anything like that. Mm. Anything whatsoever like that. And uh, it, was, it, was a, it was a great time, man. And it, it really reflected a lot on what we were seeing around there, you mm. know what I mean? So, mm. if you get a chance, listen to that, man. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Um, uh, just thinking about what you said about the the racial abuse, do you think, how do you feel compared to now? How has it, has have things improved? Or looking at your kids, do they go through anything um, similar? Or? No, they, they don't actually. I mean, I would, I say I was the only, I was the only Asian kid in, um, Islington, in, well, in that part, Islington, in the 80s, and, I bought a brunt of a lot of things and it was very character building, like mm. I say, but, uh, in the past. But my children don't suffer that directly. Mm. Um, the demographic has changed mm. greatly in Islington and Camden. Um, uh, I mean, especially the part where we live in Summerstown, it used to be mainly um, the white kids clashing each other from mm. um, Summerstown and Queen's Crescent. And there was the odd, the odd uh, black kid there. There was never any Asians at that time. They stayed... Uh, Drummond Street in East London and so forth but mm. my children don't feel it directly no one's ever called my kids a packy but growing up growing up that was the word innit wow. we're going packy bashing they used to sing and and you know and that was what happened innit basically mm. you know what I mean but my kids have never felt that directly although we do see it and and and, and in, in everyday news um, we we've I mean, whether or not they even see it or feel it, uh, they 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 obviously don't feel it how we felt as mm -hmm. kids. Um, we always felt like you know, especially when we were going out of town and uh, when we was like in our teens and that, 
as soon as we saw another uh, black or Asian or, or another face, we'd be like, yes. We didn't know them from nowhere. We thought, mm. it's not just me here. Mm. We're in the sticks. You get what I'm saying? It was mm. like, it was like security. You know what I mean? Whoa. <laughs> like, I'm not saying that if he came to a fight, he's going to stand up for me or anything, but it felt like, mm. you know what I mean? But my kids don't really feel that. Mm. We're in a predominant, predominantly a uh, black and Asian neighborhood now, mm. which is strange. It's changed that way, isn't it? Mm. Um, a lot of the um, old cockneys and whatnot have all gone Essex or whatever, you know what I mean? So, mm. This is the demographic right now, you know what I mean? There's mm-hmm. a lot of Somalians um, and Bengalis where I live. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, they, I don't think any of them have ever mm-hmm. been called a Paki or a nigger, mm-hmm. which is a good thing. Mm-hmm. But it just shows you that, I don't know, man. I mean, I think all the ch- children are gelled into one now anyway, because they all sound the same. They all talk the same. They all walk down the street with their hands down their tracks to the front. You know, that's black, white, Chinese, or whatever. They're all fondling themselves walking around the street. Um, so... so that, yeah, they all talk the same. They all smoke the same st- terrible weed, you know. Mm. Like, and <laughs> that's what they do. It. Mm. Yeah, they yeah. all got the same uniform. So yeah. it's just one brand of child now. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Although yes, they have their their own diverse histories of culture, but the only culture right now is what we see is prevalent. You know what I mean? And mm. it just seems to be fueled by a lot of fuckery at the moment. Mm. And um, they're celebrating and reveling in it as well. Mm. which is quite disturbing you know what I mean mm. kids aren't getting a chance to be children anymore they're not let's not say kids because they're not goats they're, the children are not having their chance to be children right now their innocence is being stolen you know what I mean they have aspirations way beyond their years of um, acquiring things that even their parents can't afford mm. you know and mm. and it just happens to be like, you know the means of getting that yeah you know it, it's what it is isn't it you know what I mean and See, where we live, there's a whole heap of drug problems, you know what I mean? And the only way to get a bit of money is to for them to do that, you know what mm. I mean? To sell that. And mm. it's, our area is very, very heavily, heavily, heavily um, infested with addiction, uh, prostitution, and homelessness, you know? Mm. Mm. And I say it's an infestation because... Um, that's the only way I can describe it, isn't it? Like, you know, there's so much needles and dog shit and, 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 and prosies out in the daylight and, mm. and that's what's happening, isn't it? HS2 is pushing all the flats down and they're all congregating on our doorstep, you know mm. what I mean? So, yeah, I mean, we teach our kids to protect themselves and to be aware, but as far mm. as racing that, there's no issue, you know what I mean? Mm. There's no issue. I mean, we used to suffer a lot of racism from the police when we was kids mm. and then and then growing up as young adults, they wouldn't mm. directly you anything they would try and do the odd jab and that and then then you'd get a bit of a physical abuse but which was the norm mm-hmm. <laughs> and me i've always been sort of this big since i was 13 and it don't help you know what i mean yeah, yeah, so you look at me like yo you're mm-hmm. the man isn't it? you're the you're the bloke out of this lot mm-hmm. like, no i'm not you know what i mean i'm actually youngest here in it mm-hmm. <laughs> it rolled that whoa mm-hmm. cheers <laughs> yeah man mm-hmm. you know, the racism we see now is on a different level isn't it it's same with the same with the terrorism it's on a different level isn't it? they're all in mm-hmm. suits you know, mm-hmm. every kid's got a beard now. They used to say, yeah, beard, black fella, Asian fella, beard, terrorist. Mm-hmm. You know, I even heard it from an old cockney woman today, innit? Mm-hmm. I look at a terrorist smile and I was like, yeah, what, have I got a suit? Am I in the House of Parliament? She's like, oh, you're right there, mate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, cheers, love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. You find beauty where you can, innit? Like living in the city, you know what I mean? You find beauty where you can. Mm-hmm. Uh, I tend to find it in people and... um. 
and and I've got like a photographic eye in it. Like, I like to take pictures, but like I think what I see, if I could snap as quick as I see, that'd be great. You know mm. what I mean? So I suppose like me driving around in the cardio, just the half car, half studio that I've got. I produce a lot of music on the go in it, so I'm always like being fed with imagery. You know what I mean? Mm. And I, I I do this street narration thing. You get me? But where where is this now? I always see myself as a street narrator, you know, and maybe I'm not always telling you a story of the street, but it's heavily ingrained in it, you know what I mean? It's not mm. necessarily that I'm narrating the streets, but I think that it's, it's heavily influenced me, um, even in my prettiest songs, you know what I mean? Mm. And I make pretty songs as well. <laughs> I make pretty music now. Mm. But yeah, man. Strange yeah. times, strange times for young people, man. Yeah, Strange times, it is, man. Because even as I was growing up, like I didn't really think about my future, where I'm going to be as a, as a middle-aged man or anything. Mm. And these kids ain't even thinking past 25. Mm. Even 20. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. You, you know what I mean? As long as you protect your own, innit? You know what I mean? You, but it's never, there's never any insurance to say that nothing's ever going to happen to anyone you love. You mm. know what I mean? And, and we've seen it happen, innit? Mm. So... Without being too morbid, yeah, it's fucked out there, isn't it? <laughs> no, it is. It's a problem. It is, for sure. Um, and then, yeah, this, there's one that's quite a deep one about your uh, your brother, actually. What's, I think it was, yeah, a song, a song that yeah. reminded you of family. Yeah, man. Prince, man. Um, my, bro- um, my brother, Saj, Sajid, he's, um, he was diagnosed with uh, paranoid schizophrenia um, at the age of 16. And, um, some people blame the microdots or whatever it was, you know what I mean? But who's to say it was those mind-expanded drugs that he took? Um, my brother was a... Uh, he he had the he had the physical attributes of a ninja. Like, he used to really love ninjutsu and he did kung fu and he went to Shaolin Temple and, and he used to look like a young prince, um, like the artist prince, and, and a cross between prince and... Um, Bruce Lee. That's what he used to look like. And he was mad hippied off. So he'd be wearing like one of them kimono jackets and, you know what I mean? And be like, <laughs> and the girls used to like it because he had his long hair and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, man, that's you with it. That's him, you get me? But he could do mad stuff. Like he could climb walls with his bare hands, like with no, like literally, like he used to make some, did this eagle claw technique and it would sound like, like the tips of his fingers. And I was like, oh man, what are you doing? Mm. And um, yeah, you know, he used to, I'll talk on it, man. He used to be a cat burglar um, from a young age with his friends and, and, and take motor cars and that's what he used to like to do, you know. Mm-hmm. And he never took me in his cars and I always hated him for it. You know, Why don't you take me in your car, you bastard? Mm-hmm. But like, you know, good on him. He didn't do it, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? He didn't want to influence his younger brother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or he thought I'd ruin his fun. But uh, yeah, man, he was uh, he was very spiritual, man. And um, I suppose those of us that are too, um, too in tune with vibrations, it can be harmful for us, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I know for a fact that uh, people with mental illnesses or, or they have other abilities, I know this, you know, I, I've seen it, and um, they can they can see things we can't see. Mm-hmm. And um, you can never tell somebody who who people see as, ah, oh, you're mad or something, that they're not seeing what they're seeing. You can't really mm-hmm. tell them that, you know? Because even we know the spectrum we see is is only a fraction of the spectrum that's out there, mm-hmm. and even the audible spectrum as well. Mm. But he used to listen to a lot of Prince, and um, uh, I suppose he, he liked it because 
the ladies liked it too, innit? <laughs> but whereas some people were like, ah, Prince is gay and all this and everyone was like, no, Prince ain't gay, man. He's with the women. Look, you fool. He wears blouses. Doesn't matter. Look, it's Prince. You'll say, but look, look, he's wearing high heels. Doesn't matter. Look what's around him. You know, like, mm. so, <laughs> so uh, yeah, man. And uh, he introduced to Prince and, and, uh, and the Black Album where Prince was rapping. I was like, wow, okay. Yeah, mm. when Prince was rapping in a deep voice and, I was like, all right. So he had this song. He said, but we used to watch um, Under the Cherry Moon and we'd watch Purple Rain. And and um, there was one song I remember my brother used to like was the Christopher Tracy song. And um, he would always like play it like over and over again. And those times there was when he was, he would have up in his room, like mum's saris all across mm -hmm. the ceiling and the lights was all, his room was flying, man. He had mm -hmm. like, he had like ashtrays and, and hash spliffs and, and cushions and he looked like a like a Bedouin you get me and I was thinking oh, is this why the girls like it in your room you bastard <laughs> and I was just like ch trying to be out and hang around with the crew mm -hmm. you know what I mean and this guy's like getting in touch with himself you get mm -hmm. me and bringing girls around and, and uh, that, that Christopher T Tracy song let alone it's just beautiful music and and and, and the movies that went along with it and, and the Prince with Prince everything's a movie man even the songs are moving the way he ties it in with the movies it's brilliant artistry, you know, brilliant. Um, mm. That song reminds me heavily of my brother, man. Mm. My brother is a shadow of a human right now. He's, there's not much to him left. I'm surprised he's still alive. 100% I'm surprised. But he's uh, he, 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 he's been a character in his life, man. Mm. That's how I'd like to always remember my brother. It's funny because I've, um, I've been expecting him to die for some time, man. Like, but that's what happens. And he's been through every single... Um, psychiatric unit as a kid uh, and an uh, adult every ward I've been in every ward with him I've had to take him to Free and Barnet Hospital and we saw I took him there one time and I saw this this dude he was like seven foot black guy with an afro wearing a nappy snotty nose and I had to leave my brother and I was like I'm not leaving him here and then like my mom was saying you gotta take him there I was like whoa man this place is mad Victorian mm. long corridors straight out of a horror film man mm. I've seen all types you know what I mean and I've seen a lot of his friends go mm. the same way man mm. so I used to think generally people from Holloway which is the uh, has the most amount of uh, mental health patients in, mm. in England in Holloway mm. yeah mm. Where, and um, I used to think that you either go jail you die you're a crackhead or you go to the uh, to the loony bin and mm. that was it I really mm. thought that you know what I mean and I used to see that forever and I was like oh so it's mm. funny when I see someone come through the other side of their shit and I go yes there you are mm. you know because not many times you can see someone and go oh man you know they, I used to just see them and they're, they're, they're gone even mm. when they're on shell of a body they're mm. gone you know what I mean but mm. my brother man he's an amazing poet as well man he's an amazing poet his rap style's not great because he he can't breathe properly in it, but his poetry was crazy, mm. man. Like, amazing poetry, man. Mm. Yeah, he used to talk about the blade. Are you the blade runner? Do you burn in the summer? He's talk about we say caressing with the silver blessing. Like he's talking about like slicing people with swords and mm. that. I was like, wow, this guy's got lyrics. You know what I mean? Mm. But he cause he can't rap as good as me in it. Mm. Shit happens in it. You're, you're a ninja. I'm a rapper. In it. What do you want? Like, <laughs> you can't be the rapping ninja, mm. mate. You can you can have the girls and the ninjutsu. Yeah. I love the rap in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, it sounds like he he had a full life. 
yeah, uh, he's he, there, he, he man. He's at the end. And then yeah, he's more or less at the end of his life right now, man. Mm. It's funny because I say that, but I've actually counted him dead so many times. It's ridiculous, and mm. I'm I've already like mourned him more than more than one occasion, mm. and he's clinging on to life, man. Mm. I don't know how. Yeah, man, I really don't know how. Mm. Yeah, a lot of people that have gone through the system, they have their, they get their government juice and. That, that that bloats a lot of them. They get really fat, and then mm. you know, and they have side effects, mm. and they start shuffling and dribbling and stuff. Mm. A lot of them self medicate with class A drugs mm. as well, which is crazy, man. Because, mm. I mean, first of all, if you get sectioned in that, you'll get a doctor tell you you have a chemical imbalance. I'm trying to balance your chemicals, but mm. they don't know your character at all. Mm. So they start playing like Russian roulette. So mm. you're never really balanced. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You, you, you're up and down, so mm. you're in there even worse. You know what I mean? Mm. I don't know anyone that's gone in there and come out like, yeah, refreshed. Oh, and me again. Mm. Never, never. Mm. Nah, man. I remember a lot of crackheads used to go through um, up uh, Highgate. The mental um, yeah, no, was there. Yeah, they used yeah, to go yeah. up through there, and um, mm. like it was like, yeah, I'm getting that nut of money. I'm getting that nut of money. Mm. Yeah, and all the crackers were in there, like kicking off the fire exit, getting cracked going back there, and it was like, what's going on in here, man? Mm. And before you do it, it wasn't the nut of money. They've turned themselves into nuts. I mean, mm. it's a horrible word, but mm. I can use it freely in it. I mean, mm. I've been around all my life, mm. but yeah, man, mm. it's crazy history. All of those places up there, mm. I've seen every single one, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I've been for a, few, a bit myself with my sister. I know I've yeah. had similar things. Like, yeah, yeah, yes, it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, I've been to mm. every single one, man. Mm. I know the wards. You know what I mean? Mm. It's funny because you see the same people there mm. throughout their whole lives. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, I mean, my basketball coach as a kid was in the ward with Serge. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, yeah. and his name's Coach. Like the mm. guy, that tall dude. You know what I mean? Like, mm. It's like Coach, man. Shit. <laughs> but it's funny, man. You get a lot of people in there. And the funny thing is, though. Um, hip hop has tied a lot of them together as well. Mm. It's mad, like because they're all like, yeah, they're, they're all like rapping that. Man. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> mad, yeah, good because mm. you got your release, you know. What yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. When they're coming with their art therapy and all that bullshit, none of them mm. was interested. They mm. want to throw on the tape and rap, and mm. you know what I mean. I was like, wait, I used to go up there and give them music and give them rap videos to watch and that. They used to love it, man. Mm. You know what I mean, I know the uh, the orderlies and that the. Uh, some of the stuff used to nick the CDs and the tapes, you know what I mean? Because I had some fly shit, you know what I mean? But, yeah, man. Bless mm. those people, man. Mm. They're getting through it, in it One yeah, way or man. another, how they know how, in it, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, I wish your brother the best, though, man. Yeah, mm. man. But mm. you know what? For all the wishes we could do, yeah. he's got to be him, innit? You know what I mean? Because he's like, mm. he's been in that system for so long, innit? And mm. now he's on, he's on a... Um, He's on hard drugs and mm. that, street drugs and mm. that, and it's like you gotta want to stop in it because mm. that that those drugs are very powerful mm. and very strong. Mm. And what you got, you've got to be stronger than that. Mm. You know what I mean? In order to combat mm. it, yeah. Mm. You know, and it's hard, but you can do it. Mm. You know what I mean, I've done it. I know mm. plenty of people that have done it. Mm. Mm. I've seen people that are going through it. Mm. Right. When you see a success story, success story, it really makes you happy. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. 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 If you're in far between, we see a minute. You know what mm. I mean? I've been I've been involved in like things throughout my I haven't taken drugs or drunk for many years. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I don't feel any urges or anything, you know what I mean? Mm. The things that give me life now is my family. Mm. You know what I mean? And music gives me you know, I'm trying to run off to make music there, like before I was trying to run off a party, you know what I mean? Mm. So I'm like, oh yeah, yeah man. My missus is a very strong woman as well. Mm. My missus is a very strong woman, man. Mm. Yeah. She she's powerful, you know what I mean? And it it it, it really helped me, you know what I mean, to have her kicking my ass into shape, mm. you know what I mean? 
mm. forever, forever indebted mm-hmm. and, and grateful. Although she would say, shut up. So that you would say, yeah. shut up. In my, is, there, is there a song that you could particularly remind you, whoa, reminds you of your missus? Or? Yeah, man, I made the song. It's called Thankful. Huh. In fact, I make so many songs about it. She's like, stop making songs about me. Man. I'm like, well, she, she'll stop making songs about me. I'm like, well, I can't help it. You know what I mean? I love you, innit? Like, I'm making songs about you. Mm. What am I going to do? If I paint you pictures, I'd want to paint with you too, innit? Mm. So I'm painting with words, man. Mm. I've got a song called Thankful, which um, uh, GB, Greg Batman, help, helped on the chorus there as well. But it was a sampled chorus. But he sung, he made it so that the wonderful singing on the chorus, which was a sample, was singing backing for him. It was amazing, mm. man. Mm. And then I made it so he was singing backing for me. So I actually sing the, <laughs> I sing the intro and he's singing backing for mm. me. And on the chorus, they're singing back and frame. It's mad anyway, the mm. way we did that. Mm. But it's called Thankful, man. Uh, yeah, and it's on my SoundCloud, which is Mongo UK, M-O-N-G-O-U-K. And it's there, free downloads, man. Mm. And I'm going to stick it on the album. It's for free at the moment. Mm. Um, whenever the album gets made. <laughs> and um, yeah, Thankful. You know what I need when I say lady. You're what I need. be near ya, it's something I'm thankful for, to even hear your voice, once a day of course, it's something I'm thankful for, to be able to pick you up when you are down, it's something I'm thankful for, and vice versa, glad you around, do I deserve ya, girl I'm thankful for ya, thinking back 17 years now, before we had kids, before we had grey hairs now, at least mine, cause you're still your own colour, but check it, I'm thankful Then you're strong. You know the fires you ignite when we bicker or we fight. That's right. But we never go too 
Mad though, all my kids sing the songs now. Like, oh, my son takes the part of Greg Blackman, and mm. um, and then that like, my daughter, my youngest daughter, she raps the my verse, mm. and we all join in, sort of thing, on the way to school mm. and whatnot. It's mad because it keeps me on my toes and it keeps me like, fresh in my mind. So mm. if any times comes like, yeah, you want to do it? Oh, yeah, I've got a couple of songs. Yeah. Um. What about what about a tune? The tune you'd have at your funeral. Ah, Ron. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a song um, by my uncle. My uncle is no, is no longer with us in the spiritual. His name's Mike Khan, and he he had a band called the Khan Band. Um, at one stage, they were the KK Khan Band, or the Mike Khan Band. There's so many names, but um, he was an artist from Highbury, uh, and he used to drink in pubs in Islington, and especially the King's Head. I remember growing up around the King's Head pub and going up and down in a dumb waiter. Um, I remember the man that owned the, the antiques slash junk shop next door, Pot Shop John. I remember going, he's, he's, and my uncle lived above there, right next to the pub. It was a brilliant time, man. The King's Head is a very artistic pub, like for bands and for mm. theatre and stuff like that. And um, my uncle's like a, a, a rock and roll like, artist. And it's like rock, rock and roll, rock, or, or you know, there's so many genres in rock mm. and roll, and he does ballads and stuff like that. What an artist, man! Like proper. Mm. Um, he he did a song. Um, for, uh, and he played at my nan's funeral, his mum, my granny's funeral, and he says in the song, um, "May the road rise with you." Um, but he said, "I always say, um, no no dreams can last forever. Crying is not for all time." I mean, I can't even sing it in his voice. His voice is amazing. Mm. You know how you hear um, Freddie Mercury when he starts wailing? What? Yeah. My uncle does all that. You know what I'm saying? It's like, well, I can't do that. You hear me? Mm. But as I've been over to sing when I'm older or, or stretch vowels, I find that I sound like him mm. a bit. And um, he gave me advice years ago. saying, um, Mano, when you're rapping, do, <laughs> change your tone a bit. Like, Come up a level. Come down a note. Do something different. I was like, well, yeah, I didn't understand at the time, but mm. if you hear me now, I, I fully get what he says, you know mm. what I mean? He's like, you've got to not just be one plain, you know, as, as brilliant as Guru was, Guru mm. was very monotonous, mm. you get me? Like, and nobody was, like, okay, hmm. And like, all the rap must days don't have any, you know? Mm. It's, it's, it's the dirty South and, and, and those kind of people that brought the singing in mm. and, and, and the bounce and the, and the West Coast, mm. they brought that sing, the mm. soul into hip hop, you know? Mm. Like, yeah, my, my uncle, this song, um, it's called Daydreams, man, and uh, and uh, he really understood um, orchestration of music and and when to come in and how much to emphasize what word and mm. how to like grip you. You get what I'm saying? And yeah, that song is amazing, man. It's like it's like another song that can really take you on a journey. And you play that on a, at a funeral, you're crying. <laughs> you are crying now. You know what I'm saying? Mm. No, not now. Wait until he tells you. Yeah. Now that's mm -hmm. when you're crying, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
Yeah. Mm. And um, it was played at his funeral. Mm. So um, now that's become the family funeral song. Mm. And uh, yeah, I'm going to play at my mum's. It's going to be played at mine. And, and everyone else's. We've got to play that song. That is the song for the Khan family. And we've got to play that song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Your pain will last forever. Crying is not for all time. We could face the truth together. Here's my prayer for you tonight. Daydreams last forever. May a thousand kisses kiss your sky. May love come searching and find the place you hide. May strangers offer friendship and may your God be by your side. different song called Amsterdam now that's 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 his version of filth that's great different kind of song that's a great song (laughs) (laughs) it's a great song yeah Yeah. 
Oh mate, Tony, if you got so you've got the recording, yes, yeah, so you can you can hook me up with the recording. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, mm. if, yeah, I can. Yeah, I've got it. I've got it, man. I'll get it from my yeah. cousin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He got some cool. wonderful titles, man. Burglars on the roof. Really? Yeah. yeah. Um, what's yeah. his other tunes, man? He's got um City Kids. I sampled that before. Um, City Kid. He's got some. Mm. What's here? Clinging to the strap of a life raft. So I know, it's the life and the loves of a city kid. But I chopped it. I was like. Clinging to a strap like a city kid. Oh, I chopped mm, the shit out of me. It was bad. But sick. he's got like many songs, man. He's mm. banging with the titles. He got another, he got another song called Send the Women Down. He's like, to sort out the wars and that. Send the women mm. to sort it out, man. Mm. Men are fucking everything up. You know what I mean? When you got these conf- these these mad things going on, just let the women sort it out. You know what I mean? <laughs> True. Yeah. Yeah, brilliant, man. Brilliant artist, yeah, man. Yeah, he lives with me. I, 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 I was... I was hit by his, his death like hard even though like I didn't really go and check for him a lot mm. and he was like in those racist times when he was living in Packet and Estate he'd be the guy that come around and they'd be scared and they'd be like oh shit his dad's there mm. not my dad man mm. <laughs> so I didn't give a fuck you know like, he'd come down his motorbike and like rah, raft them up and grab people up you know what I mean he's only small but he didn't give a fuck you know what I mean he's like a staff like a little pit mm. and yeah man that's him man mm. wonderful man and he's got he's got three children he's got two twins and he's got um, uh, another daughter, and one of the twins is a, um, <clears throat> is an artist too. She does films about her name's um, L Native, and uh, she does films about Parkland Walk, you mm. know, Finsey Park, the, the yeah. abandoned railway. Yeah. And she's done some films about the Goat Man, because mm-hmm. there's like a legend of the Goat Man up there. Oh, and um, when we were kids, it was like when we used to like do shit and nick car stereos and run along the, the abandoned railway we'd go goat man's coming and like people would swear they saw this man in a trench coat with hoof feet and he's the legend of the goat man and we was scared of shit and we'd run away like oh man's coming and then we found out later on that there was a man called the goat man that used to actually walk goats along the path there and like he was the goat man and then also there if you look in the wall there's this like pan figure it's a statue of a pan figure creeping out the wall it's a real statue and it's like is that the goat man so there's so much urban legend. It's giving me the heebie-jeebies. Mm. There's so much urban legend, and she's like made a couple of like documentary mm. kind of films, and she talks about it. You know, that's oh. L, L native, yeah. Nice. Yeah, man. I do that walk a bit, man. I never knew about the goat man. You don't know about the goat man. Watch out, bro. <laughs> we used to shit people up. Like, goat man's coming, like run, man. Mm. Finzy fart heads running from the goat man. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, man. Oh, that's. Yeah, that's a sick one. So yeah, was it was there a tune that, that someone made for you on a mixtape that you remember? Yeah, um, the, when I was in Feltham, the Young Offenders Institute, um, yeah, the first and only time I went to prison as a kid, um, Skinny used to, uh, as well as bringing me weed, he used to, um, which I love him for, he used to um, keep me up to date with hip-hop. And he would send me all these tapes and mixtapes and hip hop connections. I was like, yeah, and and the Jerky Boys funny comedy mm. uh, tape as well. And um, when I there was one song on there man, um, that really stuck out. It was the the Diamond D, fuck what you heard, and um, just the way it came in, man, and and and, and the skippy beat and the and the way and his voice and everything about it was just mad, man. I was, just captivated the time man and, and you go and watch the video now on YouTube and it just brings it back man it's like those mixtape days man. Mm. and they were on tapes as well then it wasn't CDs hadn't mm. come and killed it yet you know what I mean the mixtape was a tape mm. that we was getting and 
boy, it was it was really before the mixtape explosion, you know, when all the glossy covers come on with pit bulls with diamond chains on and there uh, was mm. generic fraff. But um, yeah, those are the days of um, Tony Touch tapes and and do what with the tapes though. Do what tapes sounded like you were in a rave. You get me and. He said, "Do wop, man!" He was just sounding like he was that his voice echoing over, and the, the way he brought in tunes and the do wop cassettes had like mad characters on it, like Snagglepuss. Hey, Snagglepuss! And I used to love that man. It was bad, and and they're always the features on it were just cold, man. And just when I heard that that diamond, wow. I rip shit off, so sit still. I'm not for the pop chub. I was like, what? Mm. Bad. Bad, man. Forever grateful, man. Yeah. Bags of weed on the visit and mixtapes. Mm. Oh, shit. <laughs> Shut the door, governor, man. I don't need to see no one. I got my juice and biscuits and my Rizla, you know what I mean? Banging on the wall next door. Yo, yo, take this. Pass a spliff through the pipe, the hole in the wall. Yeah, man. Mad times, man. Mad times. Mm. And you still got that tape somewhere? Nah. <laughs> Usually, like, you just give something to people and you're supposed to, like, leave your shit with other people, and mm. like, it's nice like that, isn't it? Mm. But you usually come out with more shit than you went in with, you know what I mean? <laughs> but, like, nah, mm. tapes are gone, man. Mm. And I remember some little shit nicked my Ninja Man tape as well. Like, I was like, oh, God, where's my Ninja Man tape? He, le- he left early. I was like, yo, send me my tape, little bitch. <laughs> but, um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man, those tapes are cold, bro. Mm. Always remember that the Lash something yeah, remix Lash you guys did, man. Fire, man. That was sick when that came it was out, man. Fire, man. Proper. That was crazy. I give that CD to some dude on holiday, like some, like we went to um Turkey, me and the missus, innit? Mm. It was supposed to be like a honeymoon, but we never got married, innit? So we was like, we booked the holiday. Fuck it, let's go. Mm. And she was pregnant at the time. First mm. baby. Mm. And um, I must have had this CD, Def Jam CD, and it had my name on the back. I was like, yeah, man. Mm. I gave it to this dude who got me some dry ass weed out. I was like, yeah. Like, yeah. Mm. At the CD, he's like, yeah. Some mm. Turkish dude, man. Yeah, last time was something else, man. Proper. It was. It I, was. Buying, I had to buy two two copies of the vinyl. I was like, yeah, yeah. man, buy two. Did you get it on a white label? Yeah, man. Yeah, I think yeah. I made them, you know. Really? I don't know. I, I think I did, you know. I pressed them. I think Braintex pressed them for me, okay. actually. Scumbag. I think yeah. he pressed them for mm. me actually. Yeah, I think I pressed. I repressed the mud files as well. So I don't know. I know I did that. Yeah, and I yeah. put everyone's. I put everyone's name on it like they'd signed it. As well. yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm signing Skinny's tag. I know how to do that. I know how to do Chester's tag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. First and last. Like, yeah. <laughs> Here you go. Signed copies, mate. Tenors. Yeah. Sure. Thank you for listening to Mixtape Assembly. Full tracklist, check out other episodes and subscribe to the podcast. Go to mixtapeassembly.com. <laughs>